Welcome to the Hire to Thrive podcast, where home care hiring is reimagined. I'm your host, Rachel Gartner, founder and CEO of CareWork. We're on a mission to help you hire and retain more high quality caregivers so that you can serve your community better. Since 2018, we've helped our partner agencies hire thousands of caregivers. If your agency needs more hires to thrive, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Rachel Gartner, founder and CEO of CareWork, and I am here to talk to you today about setting goals as a home care agency. As we're heading into 2024, it's a great time of year to be setting goals and getting excited for everything that you could achieve in your business this year. So I want to share with you some ideas and some ways to make sure that you actually achieve those goals and that if you don't, you have a way to handle it. So today on the Hire to Thrive podcast, we are going to talk through four main things I want you to either do or keep in mind when setting your goals for 2024. Number one, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'll say it a bunch of times, track your recruiting metrics. We're going to talk through how to do that, what to track, and how it impacts your goal setting and actually achieving your goals. Then we're going to talk about setting up regular check-ins for your goals, how to keep your team motivated to continue chasing these goals throughout an entire year and how to handle it if you need to adjust your goals. How do you know you need to adjust them, and what do you do about it? So let's get started. All right, first thing we're going to do for setting goals for 2024 is set quantifiable goals. In other words, database goals. So one of the mistakes I see a lot in home care recruiting is people set their hiring goal, and an owner might say something like, I think we need to hire 20 caregivers every month to hit our goals. And then they come back months later, we're not hitting them. We really need to hit 20. So we need to schedule more interviews. And that's a great, that's a great way to look at it. But the problem is if you are not tracking all of your funnel metrics, first of all, you're just shooting blind. You don't know actually what goals you're on track to hit or what you need to change to achieve those goals. And second of all, You can't hold people accountable because if you sit down in a meeting and say, we need to hire 20 people every month and we're not hiring 20 people, most recruiting teams are not going to say, well, the reason we're not hitting our goal is because I'm only getting 15% of our applicants to book an interview when the national average is 25%. And they probably don't even have that information. So your team is out there working really, really hard. I'm going to assume that you have highly motivated effective people on your team. And they are trying really, really hard to hit that 20 hires a month for you. But we know that our industry is really struggling with hiring. There are so many factors that go into this. And you are expecting your recruiter to be an expert on all of the steps of recruiting, on how to know where their problem is, on what the numbers mean, on what they should be tracking. Because without all of that, it's just hard work. And this is where recruiting turns into a treadmill that is exhausting. If I'm trying, I'm placing ads, I'm calling people, we're spending money on Indeed and we're not getting anything and people just don't show up for their interviews. And it can be really a fast road to burnout. And you will not hit your hiring goals. The thing is, 
everybody needs more caregivers, but not everybody is actually facing the same problems. There are a lot of different market challenges and process challenges that your agency might be facing that are keeping you from hitting your hiring goals. But if you're just looking at the number of hires that you need, you're, you're going to miss them. You're not going to know. And if you don't have a baseline for what's normal for your agency at every step of the funnel, it's very hard to set goals for improvement because, again, it just turns into a brute force, try really hard, call everybody. We need more people. And that is not an effective way to set your goals. So what I want you to do is I want you to sit down. And if you haven't already tracked your funnel metrics, and by that, I mean, how many applicants do you get every week? What percentage book an interview? what percentage show up, what percentage complete the hiring process, and what percentage ever work a first shift. That is your funnel. And we know at every step of the funnel, you are going to lose people, right? We want to know the baseline of what is normal so that you can set realistic goals for your team to look at it and plan backwards to say we want 20 hires. So if we want 20 hires with our current funnel conversions, we need X amount of applicants and our current cost per applicant is Y. And that means our Indeed budget needs to be Z. But wait, we don't want to spend that much. So let's set some goals for improvement. Let's see if we can increase our percentage of applicants booking an interview by 5%. Let's see if we can increase our percentage of interview show-ups by 5%. We're breaking it down into small steps that people can directly influence to say, I can't control the entire outcome of hiring. But if I'm a frontline recruiter, I can help influence the percentage of applicants that book an interview. And I'm going to try and bring that up by 5%. And here's how I'm going to do it. So as you're setting your goals for 2024, please sit down, review your funnel metrics and set realistic goals for your team to improve them. And this is how you get from that. I want to have 20 hires a month to actually Here's how many hires we're getting. Here's how we're going to get to that point. Are we on track to hit this or not? And giving your team real numbers and real actionable steps to follow, not just asking them to somehow know. The other thing that's really important here is I've seen a lot of home care agencies lose really good recruiters on their team because they expected their recruiter to come in and kind of just work really hard and get them better results. And if they weren't hitting their hiring goals, a lot of times they were turning around and saying, my recruiter just wasn't getting the job done. We just weren't getting the people. But was it actually that your recruiter wasn't getting the job done? Or was it that you had really unrealistic expectations? Look at the national averages for what are normal conversion metrics. Look at what is normal to spend on a cost per hire and then compare that to your agency's results and set realistic goals for improvement. Because sometimes I get people, even on calls with me, they're looking into care work and they're saying, well, we're only getting this amount and I expect you guys to come in and do better. And I've been on calls where I say, actually, your recruiter is performing really well. Your cost per hire is really competitive. And maybe you just need to spend a little bit more on job ads to hit your goals. Maybe you're expecting to be able to have a really small advertising budget and a really big hiring pipeline, and that's not realistic. So we want to look at those funnel metrics when we're setting the goals to make sure that the goals you're setting are realistic, that they are actionable, and that you are planning to improve incrementally. And all those small changes along the way add up 
to you actually meeting or maybe even exceeding your hiring goals. We work with agencies at CareWork every single month that we're sending emails saying, hey, this is so great. You got more than you planned on. You got more qualified caregivers in the door than you were hoping. Do you want to keep getting those results? That's a great feeling and it is happening and it is possible for your agency. The next thing I want you to do when you're setting goals for 2024 is to go ahead and set up regular check-ins. So a great time frame is quarterly to set a time that we are going to all sit down together. We're going to review our goals, what's working and what's not. Now I'm going to use a metaphor here. I have an old boat that we take out in the coastal waterways. I live near Savannah, Georgia, and we love to go put the boat in and take it out to an island that you can park on, be at the beach. It's awesome. And when we were first going out this new course, we used an app on my phone that we can check the tides and see all of the sandbars based on the time of day. And we could chart out a planned navigation route to make sure we're not going to hit a sandbar. Because if you do especially if the tide's low, you're just stuck waiting for the tide to come back. And that can be a really long time. So we plan out this navigational course. And what we do not do is plan it all out and then wait until we get to the island to see if we followed that. Of course, that would be foolish. We watch as we go. But the other great thing about this is when we look at this app, it'll not only show us if we're currently on our planned navigation route, It will show a forecast line to show the direction we're currently heading and are we on track to stay on our planned route or are we heading off course? This is what I want you to do when you do your check-ins. I want you to sit down and see, number one, are we currently meeting our goals? But number two, are we on track to continue meeting our goals? Because sometimes if you sit down in a quarter and you check in and you might have met all of your quarterly goals, but if your metrics are declining, or if they are not staying level and going up enough to meet your increased goals for the next quarter, you might have met all of your goals, but you might not be on track to meet them again in the next quarter. You do not want to wait until December to come back and say, well, we missed all of our goals, but we still had a pretty good year. If you want to hit these big goals that you have for your agency, you have to regularly check in to say, are we currently meeting our goals? Are we on track to continue meeting our goals? And if not, how do we shift course now? This is another great thing about tracking your metrics every single week. As you can see a forecast for a few weeks out to say, yes, we met our hiring goal this week, but our applicants are down 15%. And if we don't fix that now, we're not going to meet our goals again next month. So these regular check-ins for your goals are essential. Now, I want to talk a little bit about how to keep your team motivated to achieve these goals, especially the larger your agency gets and the more people that you have involved, the more essential it is that every single person on the team is on board and engaged and pushing forward with you so that you can all come together. And hopefully when you set your goals, you gave each person in their own role some metrics to say, this is your KPI or your key performance indicator that you're going to be responsible for. And you're going to contribute in that area. And when everybody contributes correctly in their area, it all comes together beautifully and you hit your goals and it's a phenomenal year, best year you've ever had. How do you keep your team motivated? Well, I tell you what you don't do. You don't show up and say, we're not on track to meet these goals. You need to tell me right now how to fix it. I won't have it this company that's not getting us where we need to go. Not going to help. 
I want you to focus on a great leadership and management principle that I try to follow that is to give praise publicly and to give criticism privately. So when you are running your agency, you're going to sometimes have great Google reviews or you're going to have a family member share with you how a caregiver made a difference in their life. You're going to get community feedback. You're going to get wins. And you're also going to get those, you know, revenue goals and growth goals and all these things, hours per week, all of it. Take every piece of positive feedback, positive review, goals that you're achieving and share it with your company with so much excitement. You come in and we are so thrilled we got this review. And then you're going to, just like you set goals for every individual person, you're going to find ways to praise every single person, to thank the recruiter for finding this awesome caregiver who had this impact. Thank the scheduler for making sure that our team has the right amount of hours and that our clients have the right care and consistency. Thank your care coordinator. Thank your manager. You're going to find ways frequently to praise and thank everybody on your team that is contributing to hitting those goals. But on the flip side, when you miss a goal or when somebody makes a mistake that you know is going to cause you to miss a goal or when you get negative feedback, you are going to go privately to somebody and address that in confidence. And sometimes you're going to have staff that come to you and let you know somebody else on your team is not performing, is not living out the company values, is not meeting goals. And you are going to thank them for the feedback and you're going to let them know that you take it seriously and you are going to act on it, but that they will not be in the loop for follow-up. And you tell them, I do not criticize publicly. And you go one-on-one to people. So you praise publicly. You're going to find every, every chance you can to thank your team, to praise them, to notice when they're doing well. And when they're on the flip side of the coin, negative reviews, problems, challenges, you're going to go in private only to the people that it directly impacts only to the people that need that negative feedback. And you're going to give it with clarity. You're going to give it with actionable feedback and a follow-up plan and with encouragement. I've had to do this at my company many times. We're a large growing company. There have been a lot of conversations where I have to go to somebody and say, you know, you're not living out the care work values, or this is not the culture we want, or you've made this key mistake and here's the problem. And it is really tempting to do that somewhat publicly, especially if you kind of think you're helping. Like, I want everybody to know that we hold people accountable at this company. But what that can turn into is a negative culture where people are afraid to make mistakes which kind of sounds good, but people who are afraid to make mistakes are afraid to try new things. They're afraid to bring up new ideas and novel ideas. They are afraid to take initiative. They will do exactly what they are told to do, nothing different, nothing else, because they are afraid that they're going to be made to look dumb. I mean, nobody wants that, right? So to keep your team on track, to meet these huge goals you have for 2024, you have to make sure that you are giving every opportunity to give positive feedback and that when there is negative feedback, you give it privately. And what that does is it creates a culture of winning because everyone is hearing the wins all the time. We are winning. We are growing. We are having a positive impact on our community. We helped this family. We helped this caregiver. We are doing great, great things at this agency. And you don't let that 
negative things go. You don't just let mediocrity happen, but you address it privately so that it doesn't become the culture of your agency. And so people feel the momentum, they feel excited, and they keep pushing for these goals. And the last thing I want to talk about is not the opposite of that. It's a follow-on to that, and that is adjusting your goals when necessary. So if you set a big, audacious goal, which I think that you should, and you give everybody on your team the fire, the passion, the vision, we're going to go get this. How do you know if you need to change that goal? Because I know for me as a leader, this can be hard. I don't want to give myself an out, right? I want to push myself hard. This company is growing. We're doing better things. We're getting better. Our service is getting better. Our results are getting better. And I want to push, push, push to make that happen. And I want to share the vision. And I don't want to be somebody who, when things get hard, says, well, you know what? We didn't need to do that anyways. But that kind of ambition and high performer, that can actually lead to long-term problems. So what you have to do is learn to recognize what it is no longer the wise course of action to pursue that goal. And to hold yourself accountable, don't do this flippantly. Don't come in and say, well, you know what? We're not going to hit this. It is what it is. Come in and be honest with your team. If you've set publicly this really big goal, be willing to get in front of your team and say, we are adjusting the goal and here's why. So at CareWork, one of the times I had to do this, we were growing really, really fast. And we had this growth goal by the end of the year that I was really excited about. And it was totally within our reach. But I was beginning to see signs of burnout in several of my key leaders. And in my team, our culture was shifting. One of the things we pride ourselves on at CareWork is we have an amazing culture. And everyone at our team is driven to success. They're driven to grow CareWork. They're driven to help impact the industry, to help more agencies be able to hire amazing caregivers, to provide more care to the community. And my team is so driven to make this happen. And so if I give them this big goal, they are all pushing for it. It is up to me as a leader to recognize if we push the way we will need to to hit that goal, we're going to hit the goal. And that's going to be great. But next year, we're going to have fallout because our processes aren't catching up fast enough. And our team is beginning to kind of crack under the stress. I could start to see the signs of, some some negative culture coming into play that we have not had at CareWork before at all. And it was up to me to look and go, is it more important me to hit that goal this year or to set us up for continued success in the years to come? And sometimes that means pulling back on your goals a little bit. But when you do this, do it in front of everyone that heard you make the goal and don't do it from a point of disappointment or failure. Do it from a point of, hey guys, as a leader, I set this goal. I know that we can do it, but I think right now we're going to pull back because it is more important to me to make sure that everyone on our team is thriving and that we are setting ourselves up for future success. So we're going to change that goal. And that is totally okay because you know what? We're still going to probably hit it within a couple months of the end of the year. I'm not worried about it. I don't want you to be worried about it. Here's the new goal. Here's what we're doing to make sure we can achieve that in a great way and make sure that our organization is strong and sustainable. So as we set these goals, we're going to set quantifiable goals. We're going to set big goals. We're going to keep our team motivated. We're going to check in to make sure we're on track to meet them. And we are going to be willing to adjust the goals if it is no longer what's best for our team. Sometimes that comes from big outside forces like, I don't know, (laughs) 
a global pandemic. If you guys were already in business, I was before the pandemic. That was pretty hard on our goals and we had to adjust. But sometimes your goal is within reach and you as a leader have to be willing to look and say, is it still worthwhile to pursue that or is that going to have a long-term cost? Are we going to get a short-term win of meeting this goal at a long-term cost of risking the wellness of our team and the sustainability of our processes and be willing to adjust your goals if necessary? And I want to share that because a lot of times, especially at the new year, there's always set these big goals, hold yourselves accountable, don't accept failure, hustle, hustle, hustle. And that is not going to be the wisest way to achieve your goals in the long term. So set big goals, set a big vision, get your team on board, but keep the long term health of your business in mind if you find that these goals are taking a different toll on your team or on your company than you expected. Don't be afraid to make the wise decision to pull back a little bit so that you're set up for more success in the long term. Thank you guys so much for joining me today on the Hire to Thrive podcast. I am so excited to see what 2024 holds for all of us. If you and your recruiting team need more support to achieve your goals in 2024, please visit careworkus.com. We can train your recruiting team or we can be your recruiting team. Whatever you're facing, I promise we faced it before. There is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new in home care recruiting. We can help. Have a great day and I'm excited to see what you achieve in 2024.